Good morning, and welcome to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davin Gordon, a spirit-filled, Bible-believing beacon of light broadcast. We are a non-denominational ministry serving the Lord Jesus Christ, both through Gospel of Faith Church in Ash Fork, Arizona, as well as from the Spiritual Awareness broadcast studios here in Fort Mojave, Arizona, where we produce a worldwide prayer ministry broadcast. Hello. I'm Pastor Davenport, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast. We're talking today about what it means to be common. What it meant when God said to Peter, What I have cleansed, let no man call common. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today, Lord God, lifting up this broadcast and lifting up those who tune in to this broadcast. I would pray, Lord God, that you would search us and know our hearts, try us and know our thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in us, and lead us in a way of everlasting and everlasting, O Lord God. Who can understand? Who can cleanse thou us from our secret faults, but only you, O Lord God? Keep back thy servants also for presumption of sin. Let them not have dominion over us. Then shall we walk upright with you, O Lord God, and be upright, and we shall be innocent from the great transgressions of sin. Let the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, Father. Our strength and our Redeemer is in the Lord Jesus Christ. We ask, Lord God, that you would come to us at this time, intercede on our behalf upon this this, this time of, of political uprising, political warfare that's going on in America today. There's no other word for it. It's not our normal political season that we're used to, that we've seen. It's worse than ever. With all the backstabbing and the and the and, and the uh, out and out lying of uh, about people, Lord, it's just what is an, an average American to do? Who are they to rely on for the truth? If it not be the Lord Jesus Christ, who says, "For ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free." I would pray that those that are in the sound of my voice that are listening to this broadcast today would first fast, then pray, and then go out and vote, and vote their heart. People often ask me, Lord, what, what do you think about this election? What do you think about what's going on in American streets today? And I can only shake my head from side to side, bow my heads slowly, and say, 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 says we need to turn back to the Lord, our God. Be with us for this time of this broadcast, Father. Bless us with an understanding spirit. Holy Spirit, come. We invite you to come and give us that understanding, that knowledge of God's word that we need. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, as I record this broadcast, there are three days before the election. 
the most important election in American history. And I have to wonder, I have to wonder what has happened to America today. And for that matter, around the world today. We see it in every country. I look around and, and, and things have turned topsy-turvy. What was up is now down. What was in is now out. What was right is now left. What was tolerable is now intolerable. We used to be a world of godly people, a country that was founded upon God, who owed our very existence to the Heavenly Father. And now we are a political people where it is, it is politically incorrect in many circus, circles to mention God. I pray thee, what has happened to our world? When the created has pushed aside the creator. And I have to ask, how long will you, Father, how long, O oh God, will you allow this to happen? I'm soon, very soon, on the 8th of this coming month, to be 71 years old. And I, like my father before me, never thought that I would ever say I would live to see a time when mankind would push God aside or vote God out, if you will. Statues being destroyed, statues being torn down. No longer of Confederate people, but of, of Christ, of, of Mother Mary, of, of, of just statues of angels being torn down and destroyed. Now you may say, oh, Pastor Davenport, you're, you're being melodramatic. But then again, can you see or has the devil blinded you too with the scales of that dragon? This is the most important election of all times. And I'm not talking about Trump. And I'm not talking about Biden. I'm not talking about Republicans. I'm not talking about the Democratic Party. I'm talking about heaven and hell. I'm talking about the miracle of your salvation. Glory to God. Your children's salvation. Your children's children's salvation. Listen to me. Forget politics. As politics has caused many to forget about God. The devil has chosen to close our churches. And we've let him do it. The devil has successively shut down every church, driven many of out of the house of God, and many Christians have turned away from their Savior due to depression and anxiety and have turned more to alcohol and drugs to cope with unemployment and anxiety at the highest levels, alcoholism at the highest level, drug abuse at the highest level. Why? Because people are lost. People are lost, and they don't know where to turn because the churches are closed up. They feel common. Now, you may have heard someone say that salvation is the greatest miracle of all. Yet sometimes we take God's gift of salvation for granted. It becomes all too common to us. 
Instead of being excited, amazing, and awesome as a miracle it should be, in Acts 10 and verse 15, God says, What God cleansed must not be called common. You see, when God, when God cleanses a heart from sin, it, it is a supernatural miracle of God. After salvation, His grace continues to fill our hearts with an abundance of blessings. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But I wonder, I wonder with all that is troubling in the world today, has God's blessings become so common to us? Or are we still filled with the awe and the amazement at what He has done in our lives? Let me begin with Acts chapter 10, verse 13. What God has cleansed, you must not call common. I want to talk to you this morning about this, this amazing story. It's Simon Peter having a vision, and, and when he has this vision, it's a table spread in this vision, and God, or this voice of God says, kill what is on the table and eat it. And Simon Peter was, was at that time on the dietary law of the Jewish people, the keto of the Jewish people, if you will, uh, that there were certain foods you weren't supposed to eat. And all those foods, that lobster, etc., etc., were on this table. So he told God, he said, God, I can't eat of this food that's on the table. And God said to him, or, or this voice answered him and said, what I have cleansed, don't you call it common. Now, I love that phrase. Don't call it common. Listen, when God moves in our lives, it's not a little thing. Are you listening to me today? It's not a little thing. Don't make a little thing out of it when God creates miracles in your life. Don't act like it's a little, little thing or a little deal. Don't act like it's something common when God pulls you out of the guttermost and puts you up on the uppermost. Glory to God. Give him praise this morning. Hallelujah. When God does something major and then you treat it as something minor, don't say it is common for God to turn a drunk sober, a drug addict clean. To give a home to the homeless, make a blind to see, the lame to walk, the deaf to hear, and the sinner to be saved. What God has cleansed, don't you dare call it common in God. Hallelujah. In hallelujah we praise. How many of you here today have noticed or listening today have noticed that many of the riots have stopped since the prayer walks in Washington? It's because Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 came to pass when the people who were called by his name humbled themselves and prayed and turned from their wicked ways, God heard and he began to heal our land. You see, when God cleanses something, it's no longer unclean and it's no longer common. Simon Peter said, I've never eaten anything common. And the voice of God said, don't call what I've cleansed as common. So what God is saying here what God is saying here was, what is happening is I need you to go to Cornelius' house. Now, he's a Gentile, God's saying, and I know that the Jews don't associate with Gentiles, and I know that you don't see them as, as unclean, but, 
from this day forward, the gospel is going to be preached to those people. And if I call them clean, don't you call it something that's common. Because when I do a miracle of salvation, it's not a small thing. It's not a common thing. So what God is saying, what God was saying was that this is a plan that you're being a part of, Simon Peter. I've been planning it for over 4,000 years. It was there when I substitute uh, Abel for Seth. It was there when Noah floated out of the flood with his family. God said, this is something I've been planning in, and you're acting like it's something that's just a common thing. But I've been waiting for this moment when the gospel would break out from just Jesus ministering to the Jewish people to now, under this covenant, this new covenant, it's for all mankind. It's for all men, women, and children of all races and of all backgrounds. It's for the gospel of whosoever will, God said. I've been planning this. Glory to God. He said, I was planning this with the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. I was planning this uh, when Jesus showed up in the flesh. I was planning this. Uh, it wasn't just happenstance. God planned your salvation. Listen to me, each and every one of you that are hearing the sound of my voice today. God planned your salvation. We were all dead in sin. Dead in sin. I'll get back to that later. This was not common. That a savior would be born of a virgin. It was not common. It was not just God for men. But now it's God for men and women. It's just not just God with men and women. It's God in men and women. It wasn't just God in men and women. But it's God in men and women. Praise be to God. He dwells within each and every one of us here today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Give him praise right where you are. Come on. Give him a good praise. Praise Jesus. I want you to listen here for a minute. God planned the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That was not common. Don't call what God has cleansed as common. Don't call the shed blood of Jesus Christ on the cross as common. God said, I'm going to save the Gentiles and the Jews and salvation for everybody. Everybody. Say to your neighbor, I'm everybody. Say it again. I'm everybody. Don't act like it's some common little thing. With this political warfare going on right now, we've put God to the back of our priority list. Everywhere you tune in television, radio, it's TV ads, it's all politics. Even in the churches today, politics has reached our church. He who supplies us with this beautiful sanctuary, politics have entered them his most sacred places. We need to get God back into the church. We need to quit having church and start having Jesus. Amen and amen. Is it any wonder we've made politics more prevalent than prayer? It don't make God common. Don't make God common. And don't make God wait while the political talk goes on. We've lost the wonder when we call our salvation common, we were dead in sin and God cleansed us of the sin. And what God cleanses, don't dare call that common. Hallelujah. Please don't get over the, the miracle of your salvation. And don't make it demeaning to God when he comes into his sanctuary 
and everything else except God is being spoken of. Turn to someone today and say, don't get over the miracle of your salvation. Turn to somebody else. Tell them, don't get over the miracle of your salvation. Glory to God. We need to be reminded as we sit here this morning, routinely, and yes, sometimes robotically, that there is nothing about this church that is common. This church, Gospel of Faith Church, is anything except common. Ask anybody in Ashford, they'll tell you that. Amen. This church stands because of the miraculous power of a supernatural power of God, a vision given to me by God while in a foxhole in Vietnam. And we've seen the miraculous miracles of God as he has healed multitudes at this altar right here. Cancer healed, heart issues healed at this altar, diabetes healed at this altar, kidney disease healed at this altar. People with diverse diseases were healed at this altar by God. And so, so many were brought to the Lord and received the miracle of salvation right here at this altar. Don't call the church common for what God sanctified and cleansed. Don't call it common. And God still, God still to this day, God still has a plan for Gospel of Faith Church. Can you shout amen and amen and amen? We should never ever treat gospel, the gospel as though it is common. This church is not common. And if you haven't noticed by now, I'm not your common everyday preacher. Glory to God. This church once had a membership of over 150 people. I had two services on Sunday and one on Wednesday night so that everybody could, could fit in. It was standing room only. We were open every single day of the week. Our Kids for Christ program had over 75 kids in it. And we met three times a week. We had men's meetings, women's meetings. Lord, this church was busy. Many have moved away now. And listen, church, our salvation is not common. The joy and the faith that we have is not common. The life we are living, folks, right now, not someday, but right now, is not common. What God has cleansed is not common. The story of Noah and the ark, the greatest part of the story, is not building a boat, but the presence of its passengers. Somewhere in the deepest part of the darkest part of the jungle, there are two lions, a male and a female. And the male lion looks to the female lion and says, oh, honey, we need to start traveling over this way. I don't know why, but I'm being drawn over to this direction. And at the same time, in the very rooftop of the highest trees of the jungle, there are two monkeys, one male, one female. And the female monkey says to the male monkey, look here. I wear the pants in this family, and I'm here to tell you that we're going we're gonna to go to that clump of trees over there in that direction because something's calling me over there. Two camels, one male, one female, one named Clyde, and Clyde says to his girlfriend, I'm feeling like we should be getting together and move over to that big boat. You get the picture? Now, all these animals were able to get saved. That's not common, even even the mosquito, male and female, why, I don't know. He could have closed that door really quick and kept them out before they got aboard and done us all a favor. <laughs> but how did they all know to go? There's a real miracle. How did they know that God would lead them to safety? The same way God left them to safety, he led you out of the darkness, out of the bondage of your sin. He led you out of your past life, led you to church. Don't let that become common in Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name. Your salvation is a miracle. It is a supernatural infilling of the supernatural God. It is not common. 
I wonder, can you give God praise this morning? I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, don't get over it. Touch your neighbor and say, don't get over it. Glory to God. The elders used to tell me, Pastor, maybe if you weren't so loud and, and, and passionate, we could get more people here. What? I want to shout it from the rooftop. I want to go up on the steeple and shout that Jesus loves this world. Maybe we should only have altar call once a month, they said. Maybe we shouldn't have the Holy Spirit here but once a month. I wonder, do you see any elders here? <laughs> Continuing. You shouldn't be able to sit in a pew this morning and treat this service as though it's just another ordinary sermon at Gospel of Faith Church. No matter who's preaching, whether it's Pastor Dale or Pastor Lynn or, or, or Pastor Robert or it's me, they work hard to prepare their messages. The choir does... The, goes and, and does the very best to bring you good worship music. You can lift your hands once in a while. Shout amen. Clap your hands. Stomp your feet. Grunt. Do something. Glory to God. To let us know that you're alive out there. I mean, if I can say anything at all, that is one thing I can say. Our services are definitely not common. Amen? Now, in closing today, if you're new, that means I've got another 30 minutes. <laughs> what God has cleansed, do not call common. I've never, I've never gotten over the miracle of my salvation. I want you to know that today. I have never gotten over the miracle of my salvation. My Lord, when the VA told me I had 30 days to live, go do my will, go get everything in order, the miracle was that God healed me. The miracle of my divine direction that God led me into a field filled with wildflowers in rural Arizona in itself was a miracle. God showed me a vision of this little church sitting in the wilderness. There wasn't but six families here in Juniper Woods at the time. I didn't choose it. God chose it. God showed me a vision of a church in the wilderness in a foxhole in Vietnam holding my best friend or what was left of him after a 122 rocket hit him holding him till the last breath left his body. In the darkness of my life, in the very darkest part of my life, is when I needed God the most. And what God cleansed, don't call common. When God called me to preach, I told him he was crazy. How many of you know you don't tell God he's crazy? <laughs> oh yeah, not something you do. One of the things I did after I was ordained, I remember was traveling to speak at a church in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I stopped at Ash Fork at, at, at the park in, in Chinatown to rest, and I saw some children playing. And I remember asking this little girl, I believe she was like 12, what they did to have fun in this little quiet little town. She replied they got drunk, had sex, and smoked dope. My mouth hit the ground. I was I was just petrified. This I, I just I couldn't move for a moment. This was a 12-year-old child. And I remember on my way when my truck cooled down and I, I got back on my way there on 66. I remember telling God as, as I got back in the truck to go on my way, I said, God, whatever you do, please, please do not send me to a town like this one. I gotta tell you, never challenge the Heavenly Father. Because if you challenge God and tell him not to, he's going to. In our church today, 
Our enthusiasm, our thanksgiving, our appreciation should be uncommon when it comes to our God. We should shout it from the rooftop. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm, li I'm living a dream. When people say, how are you doing? That's the first thing out of my mouth. I'm living the dream. I'm a living miracle of God. Don't let God's greatest uh, greatness in your life become common. It's a miracle some of you are here today. It's a miracle some of you aren't dead. It's a miracle some of you are sober and sitting in the house of God with a Bible in your hand. Amen? It's a miracle some of you are not still addicted to drugs. It's a miracle some of you, your marriages are still together after the devil has tried so much to tear them apart. It's a miracle someone you love has been delivered from prison and has been saved. Glory to God. Don't you ever, ever let anyone tell you that it is common. And I won't let that go as common when what God has cleansed, don't you call it common. When God's miracles moves us, it's an awesome thing. And he deserves our praise and our worship this morning. Put your hands together and give God glory. Hallelujah. Give him praise and glory. We should never look at our life as common. Romans 6, 13. He said, I want you to worship like God raised you from the dead. I mean, what if you, what if you croaked right here in this church today, right now? And we ran over there and we laid hands on you and raised you from the dead like Jesus did Lazarus. The Bible said you were dead in sin. Listen to me. The Bible said you were dead in sin. The next part of that verse says, for they who are living in pleasures. Now I'm paraphrasing here. While we were, we're out partying and boozing and drinking, doing drugs, having sex, living like hell, you were a dead man walking. A dead man walking. You were a woman, a, a dead woman walk, uh, talking. Now, you may say to me, wait a minute, Pastor. <laughs> we're not like that. Maybe not. But sin is sin. How do, we, how do we grade sin? Does little white lie, does a little white lie not land you into a great big red hot hell? When you flip off that person who has a, 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 the opposite political appointment on the uh, deal on their sticker on their car, does that not count as sin? When you sit at home and you're watching TV political ads and you flip it off or you curse at your TV, it's just a piece of glass on, the, on your wall. And yet we, we use profanity to curse it out. Isn't that sinning? When we lose our own blessing from God by letting the devil into our home and into our heart and rule over our tongue, we become common. The Bible says what God has cleansed, don't let it become common. In Jesus' name. I pray for an understanding of this sermon today. I pray that as we approach the time when we will go to the polls, that you will fast, pray, and vote. And that you will listen to what God has to say. God, let God talk to you. And let God talk to your heart. We need, we need leadership in our country. We need good leadership in our country. Let God guide you when you vote. Pray before you go in there and ask God to direct your hand when you vote. In Jesus' name, I pray these things. And I ask God to put blessings upon each and every one of our listeners today. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, 
May the Lord bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, praise the Lord. I hope that you enjoyed today's uh, sermon and got something out of it. What God has cleansed, let no one call common. For certainly that's what it is. When we died of sin and we were in sin and darkness and bondage of sin, God cleansed us the day we accepted Christ as Savior. And we certainly are not called common. Before I go today, I'd like to announce that we are starting on November 1st. Uh, we're kicking off our uh, Help the Homeless Drive. Help the Homeless Drive. I, I worked in uh, as a deal for helping the homeless, uh, both as a case manager for finding housing, also for finding, being able to get um, get them signed up for disability, but Social Security uh, and through the VA. So one of the things I like to do is, is I still, even though I've retired, on occasion I help. And so one of the things we've asked is there's such a need for the homeless for sleeping bags, tents, coats, and these homeless bags, homeless bags are made up of a, a, a razor, a sh small shaving cream, shampoo, um, conditioner, toothbrush, washcloth, towelette, or towels, two bars of soap, comb, and some towelettes. Um, we can put those together. It's hard for you to send it in to us. So what we're asking is uh, if you go to the website, spiritualawareness.net, and get on there, you, there's a donate now uh, spot on there. If you would donate... Uh, sleeping bags are, are roughly ten dollars. Tents are about twenty-five. They're they're pup tents. They're they're um, pretty good tents. Uh, coats are around fifteen dollars each. And the homeless bags, we we just ask uh, like seven dollars per person is what it takes to fill one of those bags up. It's got about seven dollars worth of stuff in there. So if there's a way that you could help out uh, with spiritual awareness. Uh, with Pastor Davenport and get uh, this out to the homeless. We're covering from Kingman to Havasu to uh, uh, Needles to uh, Laughlin, Nevada as well. And we partner with the, the uh, different resources for veterans as well uh, and the homeless. So uh, help us out. And if you can, send in what you can there to spiritual awareness, all one word, dot net and donate now. And we can see that on there. Um, with that, uh, I would appreciate it if you could contact family and friends, let them know that we're on the air and, uh, that, that we're preaching the word of God. We're preaching Jesus and, uh, we'd love to have them tune in as well. With that, may the Lord bless you and keep you, makes face to shine upon you until he brings us back once again. God bless you. <laughs>